0: Well welcome everybody to the Beyond the Sermon podcast. I am Pastor Lucas Hillman and I get to serve as the lead pastor at Grace Christian Fellowship in Largo, Florida. This is a weekly podcast discussing theology, scripture, and ideas in the local church to help you flourish in Christ. Thanks for joining us. This past week, we looked at the issue of discipleship in a distracted age, and I wanted to focus on Matthew 16 or its counterpart, Mark 8, really, where Jesus is saying we have to count the cost uh, to be his disciple, to take up our cross and save our life will consist of losing our life for. Jesus's sake, meaning that we give up trying to find ourselves, identify ourselves, or make something of ourselves apart from Christ. That Christ is all in all, essentially, for us. But in this seemingly distracting time, I think that is almost unprecedented uh, in human history. Although I will say, every probably era in human history comes with its own unique distractions. Um, ours usually will revolve around entertainment or, um, again, just something pleasure-oriented. And my thought in going back to Jesus's call, if we want to be his disciple, we have to at least be mindful of what we are prone to be distracted with. And so if you, were be, if you were able to join us in service, we referenced Brett McCracken's book, uh, The Wisdom Pyramid, and I had a number of people come to me and say how helpful that was as far as understanding their intake for wisdom. And their, uh, again, their daily appetites for different things. And um, in the age of distraction, oftentimes things like social media, entertainment, or just screens in general um, seem to dominate our time. And that's not really, uh, I can't say it's our fault or they're engineered to do so but technology is not going away and i don't think a faithful christian approach to technology is to um, again jettison it all and again we are able to record this podcast or again uh, live stream our sunday services with gospel content because of technology but as we are have been also considering first corinthians 8 through 10 engaging with content and the amount of content uh, Requires wisdom, and wisdom is often personified uh, as a a lady in the streets calling out, saying, "Listen to me." Um, And and in Proverbs chapter five, there are are two uh, types of ladies that are calling out. One is Lady Wisdom, and one is Lady Folly. Um, And Lady Folly is one saying, "Heed me, uh, and you don't have to listen to anybody else." and Proverbs 5, 6 goes far to say that uh, Lady Folly, uh, leaning to foolishness and ultimately destruction, she says this, she says, give, give no thought to the way of life. Her her paths wander aimlessly, and she but she does not know it. So again, one of the follies that Proverbs seems to paint for us as humans is that we give no thought to the way of life. We don't think about the paths that we are on. Um, that we don't consider what our habits are forming us into. What is the end goal of the thing that we are partaking in? Again, this isn't calling for radical shifts, but consider what path you're on. Um, the, The amount of time, energy, and resources we might give to particular hobbies or just our attention. I know one way that sociologists... Uh, tend to think about a new thing that has emerged maybe in the past dozen years or so uh, due to the advent of the internet um, is the attention economy, meaning that most of the economy now is based on being able to grab someone's attention because if you have their attention, then you get their clicks and then you get their ads and then you get, you know, potentially a purchase of some sort. Brand loyalty is now based on attention. Is that do we have the attention of our followers? Again, this is ultimately, I think, leading to some foolishness that we see around us where people are doing more and more and more absurd things to gain attention. But again, to attention uh, isn't bad as long as we're giving our attention to the right things. Hence, going back to the wisdom pyramid, we see at the top of the pyramid the things that we should be taking, ne- not necessarily stop taking in, but less and less of in comparison to uh, God's Word or things like social media, television, uh, hobbies, or anything like that. Again, we need hobbies. We need things to express our humanity, personality. I'm not trying to rail against those. But what is our uh, engagement with those things in conjunction with the Word of God and prayer and uh, community with God's people? I would like to think that we will grow as a disciple of Christ, not if we find ourselves first in our hobbies and, our uh, again, our pleasures. We will find our identity in the peace that Jesus offers to us in John 16 um, when he says, "'I come that you might have peace.'" But you'll have trouble, but take heart, I've overcome the world. This peace that Jesus offers to us really is given to us when we find ourselves in Him, when we realize who we are in Christ what Christ has done for us, that we need no longer strive. We know, need no longer to prove ourselves. Um, I heard uh, Coach Dion Sanders this past week in a press conference uh, say, you know, when he receives criticism as a coach, um, he basically, you know, tongue-in-cheek will say, you didn't make me, so you can't break me. And again, I think when it, but he often, and he credits that to understanding that God made him, God redeemed him, uh, that, you know, and it, I think that's a a point for us as Christians is that this world can try to break us. It can try to overwhelm us, if it can try to overcome us. Um, but the fact is is that God has redeemed us. The fact is is that he is our refuge and our strength. that Jesus Christ conquered death and the grave and sin, Satan, all of it. And so we need not be overwhelmed. This is the peace that Jesus offers. That regardless of circumstances, we can understand that our hope, eternal destiny, life, joy, is secure. It cannot be shaken because of the resurrected Lord of life, Jesus Christ. This is what we ought to meditate on daily, give our attention to. If Jesus is alive, if Jesus died on the cross for sin, to give impute to us his perfect righteousness. If those things are true, how would that change? Maybe not change your immediate circumstances, but how would it change your approach to them? How would it afford you a moment of peace in a culture of distraction and turmoil? So again, part of what we want to understand and focus on give our attention to is not necessarily Always the trivialities of the world or the latest news or anything like that. Although I do think we need to be culturally informed. As a Christian, our peace, our wisdom, our life is wrapped up tightly in so much that it's almost indistinguishable from Christ himself. And I want to read, I gave uh, this past Sunday a list of things that we are in Christ, identity, Uh, in Christ, disciple in Christ. Um, And I want to read those before we wrap up our podcast because I think it's really important for us to give our attention to what did Christ accomplish? And it's really everything. It's everything from beginning to end. So in Christ, you are redeemed from slavery to sin. You are reconciled to God. You are forgiven for all your sins. You are freed from the law of sin and death. You are adopted by God. You will become a child of God in Christ. You are accepted by God. You are justified by Jesus Christ. You are glorified with Jesus. You are united to Jesus. You possess every spiritual blessing. You are brought close to God. You are delivered from the power of darkness. You are transferred from Satan's dominion to the kingdom of God. You are a gift given. You are You join the priesthood of believers. You join the people of God. You receive citizenship in heaven. You are a member of God's family. You take up the fellowship of the saints. You are granted access to God. You become an inheritance. You receive an inheritance. You become a light unto the world. You are in God. God the Father is in you. You are in the Son. The Son is in you. You are in the Spirit, and the Spirit is now in you. All of this, the manifold blessings of life with God, blessing from God, is is in Christ. This deserves our attention. This is how we can maintain peace and hope in a world gone mad, it feels like. But Jesus remains victorious. The resurrected Christ still remains seated on his throne, sovereignly reigning all things. And despite circumstances, we are to give our attention to him. We are his people. We are his disciples. And if we are to follow him, means giving him our attention. It means losing ourselves for the sake of falling in love again and again and again with the person and the work of of Christ. One quick note if you would like to see a list of all of those things I read as a affirmation of what Christ has accomplished for us that we then receive through by grace through faith, uh, we will post these on our social media so make sure you follow us at Grace Christian Fellowship on Instagram and Facebook. Until next time thanks for joining us. Thank you for listening to the Beyond the Sermon podcast, a ministry of Grace Christian Fellowship in Largo, Florida. You can visit our website and find out more about our church at gracechristian.com. As well, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube.